So uh, I was just going to show the pictures and do those testimonies, but I think that this is a word for us for today. So let me give you this first and then we'll do the pictures and then Eric's going to have something real quick at the end. Um, so uh, Lord, we just pray uh, that as we continue with this worship before you, that you would uh, minister to our hearts. Pray that your word would be a rhema word, a living word, a bright laser word coming into our hearts and lives, calling us out to the things that you want us to do. And pray that we would be obedient, walking with you, one step at a time, going out, even if we don't know where we're going, going with you. Uh, Lord, we don't want to do stuff for you. We want to do things with you. We want to be involved in that which has eternal value. And so we pray that you would bless this day, bless the different efforts. Thank you for all that you're doing among us, for your kindness to us. In Jesus' name, amen. I wish you could have been here uh, Wednesday night to see something really uh, neat. Uh, they, they had pictures here, and our young people were praying over pictures from the annual from the middle school, the high school, the Christian school here, praying over names and faces. And, uh, you know, the initiative that God has been stirring in hearts and lives here of prayerfulness and praying and praying with an expectant heart. You know, God uh, honors the, the slightest little glimmer and direction in the right direction and tries to encourage us. He's very patient with us, isn't he? Uh, how many of you parents have a hard time sometimes getting your kids' attention? Yes, you know. Uh, so sometimes, you know, you, you try to do it sort of subtly. <clears throat> hey, you know, you, you try to get attention. Well, uh, I don't know if this is what God was doing with Moses or not, but Moses, uh, when he was 40, was feeling real froggy. He was a brave man. He was in Pharaoh's household. He had it all together. He had the future there. But he remembered what his mama had taught him when he was a little boy. When he was three years old, four years old, five years old, he remembered what he'd been taught. He remembered uh, what nation he was from. And he went out to try to deliver his people in his own strength. He didn't do what God told him to do. He went out to do what he thought he should do. Well, he murders an Egyptian. And the next day, uh, when he's uh, trying to separate two Israelites fighting, the guy says, what's it to you, man? said, who made you a ruler over us? You're going to kill me like you did that Egyptian, ye Egyptian you did yesterday? Oh, Moses said, drat. Everybody knows it. And he fled for his life. Ended up in Midian by a well. He helped some girls who needed help getting water out of the well. Defended them against some shepherds. And so they got home early. And their daddy said, well, how come you all are home so early? Usually you're the last ones home. They said, oh, this Egyptian helped us. He fought off all the guys, uh, watered our flocks, and we're home early. And he said, well, where is he? And they said, well, we left him at the well. He said, you're crazy. You, you know, go get him. So they got Moses and brought him there. And he ends up marrying Zipporah. And Moses settles in. He has his two kids, has his flock of sheep. He was uh, doing his father-in-law's sheep out in the desert. And God had been trying to get his attention. And one day, God got his attention. He saw a burning bush. And it kept burning and burning and burning. And he said, man, that is amazing. And I'm going to go over and see a bush that keeps burning and doesn't burn up. And when he got close, a voice came out of that and said, Moses, take off your shoes. The ground you're standing on is holy ground. What made it holy? God was there. God was there. And God told him, I have work for you to do. How old was he? 80. Anybody here 80? 
Anybody here smart enough to be 80? Yes, we got some of that. But he was 80 years old. He'd already given up. He thought, I'm just going to be on the backside of the desert uh, feeding sheep. I'm done. And God says, no, now I've got a job for you to do. You're going to go to Pharaoh and tell him, let my people go. And he's going to resist you. And I'm going to do signs and wonders. And he's going to let my people go because I have a better place for them. I'm going to take them across the desert. I'm going to bring them into the promised land that I have planned for them for centuries. That's God's word to us today. God came to Moses and commissioned him to go uh, with a message of freedom to God's chosen people in bondage in Egypt to lead them to the land that God had promised them and their forefathers. Moses was sent with a message, with miracles, with authority against an evil, oppressing, and powerful ruler who was posing as an invincible God. Pharaoh had no respect for the living God and he, his ways or his plans. In Matthew 28, 20, Jesus said, I am going back to my Father. I have all authority in heaven and on earth. Do what? You go and disciple all nations, baptizing in the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And lo, I am with you always. Now that's why Jessica told me she wouldn't fly with me to Africa because God said, lo, I'm with you always. And she said, I'm not getting in an airplane. If I can't drive there, I'm not going. Well, Jesus said, I will be with you always. I have all authority and I have sent you to go set my people free. Jesus came. He lived on earth. He died and rose to redeem and reconcile people and, and uh, the creation to God. When Jesus left, he commissioned us with the gospel of the good news to go out and tell the good news to people that they can, that he has redeemed them, purchased them, and offers them reconciliation with God himself now. Look at your neighbor and say he's talking to you. Now some of you didn't do that. Tell them. It's that God has sent us out with authority. He has sent us out with his Holy Spirit and he has sent us to go get his people and to help them Go free. There's people in Gilmer County in bondage, in bondage to evil spirits, in bondage to drugs, in bondage to guilt, shame, depression, suicidal thoughts. There's people in bondage in our community. And we feel like Moses. We say, God, send somebody else. I, I'm not any good at that. Send Steve, you know, send Eric, do, you know, send Sally. But, you know, I, I can't do that. That's not what God, he said, all of you go. And he uh, is speaking to our church here, uh, asking us and telling us to go out to minister to people, bringing them freedom from the domination of Satan in their life into a life, listen, of absolute surrender to Jesus Christ. You know, the songs that we were singing this morning are so wonderful uh, about this. A life of fullness of the Holy Spirit, a life that has answered prayers regularly. You know, uh, this week we've had some wonderful answers to prayer. This week we've seen some amazing things happen. You know, uh, Bernadette will come and tell you the story actually, uh, but uh, Diane called me and said, did you know that Bernadette's at the emergency room? And I said, no. Uh, and said, well, we think she's had a heart attack. So I went over there quickly, went in, and they were prepping her for the life flight down to Atlanta. And I asked the guy, I said, can I pray for her? He said, sure. He stepped back and uh, we anointed her with oil and prayed with she and Jim. And 
there, there were tears for all of us uh, because those are scary times. Those are things you have no control over. Don't know what's going to happen. And we prayed together. And then uh, the guy said to me, he said, and I did pray for them uh, while I was praying. He said, you need to pray for me. He said, man, I just hooked her up to the machine that's here instead of the one going on the helicopter. I said, I already did pray for you, and my prayer was already answered because that girl just came in here and straightened out the mess you just did. So we laughed and went on out to the, to the helicopter. You know, years ago, Andrea Buffington was on her way back from college and had a wreck, went off the road, and they brought her to the hospital there, and they said, we think that she's broken her neck. They, they checked her neck on the equipment that they had there. They were life flighting her up there. So I said to the guy, can I pray for her? He said, you can pray while we walk. So we walked that gurney out to the helicopter and prayed for her. As she went, flew up there, her parents got in the car, went up there. When they got there, she was in the waiting room waiting for them. Said, these people said, there's nothing wrong with me. Go home. Didn't even keep her overnight. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, that's all right to clap about. <laughs> Listen, uh, we don't tell God what to do, but we do tell him about everything that concerns us. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not care. Everything to God in prayer. We need to be a people that are praying without ceasing. Not like the people who say, well, we need to pray about that. Oh, no, has it come to that? No, we should be a people that talk to God all the time and listen to God all the time and are seeking to please Him and then to lead other people. God wants us to be apprentices of Jesus Christ. You know what an apprentice is? Somebody who has signed on with an expert to learn how to do what they do. Uh, an apprentice or a carpenter comes and begins to learn how to do the most basic tools, how to use those things. And after they are finished with their apprenticeship, they can do amazing things with wood. Uh, an apprentice to a sculptor can do amazing things. An apprentice to an artist can do amazing things. They start out floundering around, but they become an expert at, you know, whatever it is that area of expertise is. You know, I watch people decorating cakes and making beautiful things. Uh, you know, it's amazing to me. I watch somebody who knows how to sketch or do a painting, and it's amazing to me what they can do.